welcome to the No Pants Side Pony Experience. I'm Katie. I'm Alex. <laughs> and <laughs> we have a plan of what we're going to talk about. And I think we forgot. We're going to see what we remember of that plan. No guests today. No. It's just us. And two sleepy wah, producers. Wah. Or, what's Keegan? Not a producer. He's like a, a creative director. He's just the face. He's, he's a not-so-creative director. Well, mm. we are here, and we we just witnessed the end of regionals. We did? It was an edge-of-your-seat nail-biter. <laughs> I, I didn't watch any of it. But yeah, I followed along on the leaderboard. Yeah. And, yeah, it's pretty exciting to see where the sport is going, right? I mean, we were talking about... We didn't get into specifics, but we're going to right now. We were talking about based on regionals and because the games, I don't think get finalized the events at least till they're actually like in the stadium. They have ideas of what they want to do. And obviously when it comes to special equipment that's going to be introduced, that stuff is got to be known ahead of time. Right. But even when it comes to certain workouts on the beach, I think some of that stuff gets modified. I mean, talking to friends of mine that have been on the demo teams, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's not how we practiced it. Or yeah, once we went through it, then they maybe... Made some tweaks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, it's fun to predict, but the funny thing is, is you never know. They're not even done yet. But I think they do look at how regionals went down, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily who came out of it. Like, oh, we got this person, so that means we should do no. But like, they watched how the events unfolded, and you know, there was what did you say? Two women only that finished regional Nate. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. So Two that that gives them data moving forward when yeah. it comes to the strict muscle up, strict handstand push up, et right. cetera. So like two women in the world can do forty strict ring muscle right. ups in twenty minutes. In t- exactly. So they're like, okay, we have info Noted. now. Yeah. And then going off of the weights with the deadlift and seeing how the men did. Now they're gonna probably be like, ooh, we can go heavier. Yeah. Watching everyone touch and go all Nuts. of that heavy weight. Totally. Nope, not heavy enough. Exactly. And then with the women, I think. They're like, okay, well, we only got this little amount of running in, or not with the women, sorry, with um, the day two events. They're like, we only got this amount of running in, so we can push that. Mm-hmm. Um, the women's weights, what was much higher? The overhead squat was 155. Did that lay out a lot of people? Yes. Right? It, that the was last, a I think a lot of people got stuck the last couple of reps if they didn't pace out their handstand walk. I think a lot of people can do that 50 foot handstand walk now. Okay. But should you do it unbroken? Mm. I mean, I don't think it was in everyone's best interest to do that unbroken. And if you broke it up, since you can reach so far past the line, you actually walk less distance if you break it up. That's a good point. It's only divided in 10 feet. Because the way you kick up every time, you get this massive reach. reach. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost in your best interest to do that. Yeah. Because it was a chipper. It was one handstand walk. So I think the time that you take just stepping down, shaking it out for a quick second, you'd be walking on your hands. Did anyone do that? Yeah. Okay. A couple people. Like, that was super smart. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. But would you have done that? Be honest. Because that's a strength for you that you can knock out. And your your time under tension is going to be minimal. I probably would have just gone unbroken. Yeah. Just because. And also the overhead squad is not crushing like, for you. I like that as well. Yeah. And also my coach has me do a lot of like fatigued handstand walking. And right. so I'm used to doing that paired with a ton of overhead stuff. So I feel like I'm getting better at that. Totally. But you know, you're right. That's good advice. Yeah. Um, but then we've always seen the handstand walking at the games much greater sections than mm-hmm. 10 feet. And so. like needs to be unbroken for greater exactly. sections. Yeah, that's what I'm meaning. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. So they're going to And that find. takes out a couple people. Or oh, it just yeah. makes you rest that much longer if you're not confident about making, what was it? How, what, how many feet was it? Like at the two games? Years? 
Yeah. Oh God, it was like the whole stadium. It was a whole soccer stadium. Yeah. Right. But the sections, I think, were right. closer to like fifty, 50 feet. feet. Yeah. yeah. Fifty feet sec- foot sections. So four fifty feet sections. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. And then, so looking back at last year, like I, I think we're pretty confident that we're going to keep seeing a beach event. That seems to be like the trend. Yeah. And I think um, that looks cool too. Yeah. Like it's for fun. pictures and absolutely. And stuff. So that'll be like a Wednesday thing. I think everyone here mm-hmm. is, or everyone that's training for the yeah. games is in a strength portion that. maybe. Incorporated like a with one it. rep max. Oh well, no, no, I think separate. like later yeah. that day. Yeah, in the evening, right? Was that, that could be. Did they have last, that last year, year? They did the. Um, they retested the sandbag one, but they had heavier sandbags mm, than the right. 2010 event. That's so right. that was, um, that was interesting. Oof. But the um, yeah, I don't, what was the heavy event last year at the games? Yeah, for the. They had visuals. They had a. Um, they yoke. had this ladder. Oh, the yoke was heavy with the running, but that didn't seem to stop it anyone. I think that it was, was not too even light a big deal. Because people were running with it. If they bring the yoke back, they are going to probably make it. They're going to probably go too far the other direction, and it won't it's be moved. Be, yeah. By many people, because that's the thing is, no one had to really play with the technique of the yoke. Right, you're just going. It wasn't heavy enough, but when yeah. it gets to a point where it's too heavy, people are going to either hit, like it will swing, It'll swing and yeah. hit. Or they will, some of them might not be able to get it off the ground. Yeah, which I think, oh, the, um, no, the pig wasn't last year. Was that it? was last year. It was the year before. They didn't it know wasn't it. my year, so it wasn't two years ago. It was 2015, they had a pig. But this year they it's had it too, didn't they? I thought I they had know. it two times. You didn't do the um, burden run? Mm-mm, that okay. was the year before me. So that was the first year of the pig was the burden run. Okay. And then okay. they added... The pig back wasn't this year. It was flip the pig and then get to the legless rope climbs. And yes. there's people that didn't yep. get through the yeah. So right. it was a heavier pig this With year. With a thick rope or was it or last year? Thick ropes. Thick ropes. It was legless, so it might have been a thick rope. I think it was a little bit thicker. I think people but were complaining. Flipping the pig. Couldn't. So that is that was heavy. Yeah. And, and then, then the heavy snatch, o- heavy clean and jerk. So yeah, one rep max clean and jerk. I think we'll keep seeing the Olympic lifting heavy. I know we snatched in the regionals, but I think you can anticipate seeing the speed ladder style, mm-hmm. maybe squat and I think clean people thruster love watching or clean that. and jerk, or I don't know. Yeah, I just think they, it's a fun race. Yeah. But um, I think it's not only do you have to lift the heavy weight, but you have to have that like perfect technique as you're fatigued and as you're mm-hmm. moving fast with, without like a two minute setup in between every single lift. Yeah, I think we'll see that again. I think on everyone's mind is the pegboard. Yeah, how that's going to come well, back. Well, that was promised to come back. Right. So. Right. And like in what form? You know, it was in the fun. It was in the finale. I think we'll see it sooner. Mm-hmm. But I agree. And more reps, I would think. Yeah. I think most people are relatively good at it now. I think this, the handstand push-ups on the parallettes were tough, believe it or not. Like those, I kipping think it was at the end of the weekend. It was kipping, yeah. but I think it was hard oh, for people. People were blown up. Yeah. yeah. So I think that could come back again. I think dumbbell snatches, squat snatches. Yeah. Because people, girls didn't get to that at all last snatch year. didn't even get touched. And I, I think that, I mean, we saw that at Wadapalooza. And it was how tough. many people got messed up, especially on it one side, really tough. not being able to do one yes, side. Right. Because you have to either alternate or have it. Maybe they'll do it like regional night where you had to do six on one and then mm-hmm. six on the other. But you have to be able to do both. And mm-hmm. um, I think they should bring that back for sure. Yeah. But yeah, lots of exciting things. Probably more assault bike since it's such a yeah, big sponsor. I would think that they would. I don't think they actually planned that into a workout. I think they threw it in at the last event as awesome. like a, oh, crap, we haven't used this yet. I really, I don't think <laughs> that was planned at all. He's like, uh, 
Yeah, and then they'll do 15 calories on that. Whatever, move on. How many calories was it? I don't know. It was oh, something like, something like small. I, I think you were just like, and, and after that. And we all, I, we all, I mean, like, I think all the athletes train on them regularly. Yeah. So they're, oh, yeah. they're expecting it. And all weekend long, we was kind of like, oh, nobody, oh, it's at the end. Okay, whatever. Do you think there'll be another triathlon, but harder, like a harder version of a triathlon coming back? Maybe. The bike was not that big of a deal the year that they did the triathlon maybe on an assault bike oh that would back i could see that well like because like the trip were you the triple three year mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah right with yeah. The, so that was like it was the um they just ended with the run so row, started with double, under, double and it was a row, row first double, double under, under run. run so i could see them yeah maybe they would put put in like a row bike run or i don't maybe. know but run like with a i think there's I not just going to be just running anymore everyone yeah. has a running coach i think you have to yeah. run with an object now yeah or like a weight vest which they did last year so i think i think running in the beach sucks soft sand terrible mm. i think they made us do that way back in the day the year i did it we had to run a thousand meters in the soft sand two different times that so sounds it was like, terrible yeah it was like swim run 50 chest to bar 100 push-up 200 squat run it's like murph but on kind the beach and it was shortened yeah i think the swim is going to get longer and longer the distance yeah. this year was weird because the paddle board i don't know the people i talked to it didn't affect them i'm sure it that affected people that but didn't look the people like drowning. that i talked to were kind of like okay it took some like learning of how to do it but yeah. it wasn't like the most arm crushing thing ever. Like swimming, you just feel like you're drowning the whole time. Like I feel like that's like traumatic and fatiguing. You're drinking a lot of water. Right. Every time you like take a stroke, a like big wave pushes you back. You feel like you're treading water for 40 minutes. Yeah, that Um, could be. You look down, you see jellyfish. That freaked me out. Oh, did you? A lot of jellyfish underneath me. I didn't look down. I didn't want to look. So I I think think they should stay away from the pier. I know. That's where the sharks are. But we shouldn't whisper on our own podcast. I mean, I just don't think that's where they should be. But um, yeah, so anyway, tons of things. That's Those are just our thoughts about the CrossFit Games based yeah. on nothing other than looking at regional. Um, all right, well, beyond just this year's CrossFit Games, your training has been ramping up. What is the next big thing on your calendar? So I have Grid. Um, I signed with the DC Brawlers, and that's awesome. going to start at the end of August. Okay. Um, and they are like the number one best team for like always. The, for always of yeah. grid. Amazing. Um, so no pressure to be in really good shape. Do you already <laughs> know your role there? So I'm no, a utility role. player. Oh, okay. So I have to. That means you have to do everything. Be good at everything. So I you're have not to the f- gymnast one. No. Which so, is weird. Well, like, they have like a Cirque du Soleil. Oh. Like. Mm. The most gymnasty of the gymnasty. Um, Plus, you move weight really well, so it's kind of silly for them. But to I'm just not the best at moving weight. So they have girls who snatch like two, what is two thirty? Like they snatch insane things. Two what? girls who are incredibly strong. Um, so I'm more of like a. Do you use good everything, at everything yeah. as opposed to the best at this or that or that? Couldn't that um, mean that you're going to actually get a lot more use than one of them? Um. Or it varies it depending on what the workouts are. It depends. Okay. Like, I think it's, I'm going to, like, fill in a lot of places, um, which in, I think is more tiring. Because, yeah. like, you don't really, like, do your job and then get to rest. It's, no. like, run in, run in, run so in, always run be in. ready. Yeah. Was that and what you always were, a utility player? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. At Phoenix Rise, I did a little bit more gymnastics. Um, but, yeah, I've always had to do, like, the barbell cycling, the heavy stuff, the gymnastics, like, the... The work, like the weighted um, 
burpy, um, over the box, like the Ugh. terrible, like gross stuff. Like you just have to, man. Yeah. So CrossFit, CrossFit, <laughs> but really fast. So your training right now is more about like, what is your main focus or do you have a main focus or do you feel like you're like juggling a lot of th- Um, so I've been back to like normal training for maybe like the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I have no engine. My strength has stayed really well because of the butt stuff training. We, um, Keegan did a really good job of, um, doing a ton of accessory work that has kept my strength up in my squats and my Olympic lifts without actually doing any of those things. So good. It's, I'm pretty shocked. Yeah. But the engine, I couldn't do really engine work. So we're going to like quickly try to lay the foundation of an engine and then from there build into like that sprint stuff so right now it's like kind of long grindy just like really uncomfortable hold the same pace um stuff that's just not fun yeah but like totally like you have to you have to have that foundation you have to go through the hurt in order to get it Mm -hmm. to make that base yeah yeah and then we'll go into like the quick, quick, quick stuff, okay. um, which hurts in just a whole different way. Yeah. Um, it's being able to sprint to that place knowing that, okay, I, if I go all out right now, then I'm going to get a relief of yeah. either a rest break or someone else yeah. is going to sub in for me. But needing to recover in a matter of like two minutes, like full, like you know, recover enough um, with to minimal rest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So that, then are you going to, do you change your style of training to mimic grid workouts or is it more of like, you're just doing shorter duration CrossFit workouts. Is there a difference between the two if we're being really real? Um, there's definitely a technique to moving as quickly as efficiently as possible when you're on the grid. There's like um, every single layout of the race is the same. So the way you run and jump up onto a bar, like every step makes a difference. The way you jump up, yeah. um, like going over the box, like foot placement has to be perfect. The way you hold the dumbbells, the way you pass off your barbell, like every little piece matters. So like you have to practice those movements. Um, And there's like some grid specific gymnastics movements. There's like uprises, backward rolls on the rings. There's like a movement where you have to touch your toes to the bar, touch your chest and bar muscle up and like the same movement. Yeah, what do they call it? Just that. Oh. Um, so it started off. Like we should put a name together. Well, it started off being like a toaster bar, then a chest bar, yeah. then a muscle up, and everyone just gets good at everything. Right. And finds a way to make it faster. Yeah. Um, I've so seen people, as their toes touch the bar, hitting. they bring it down and their chest comes up. And then you go right and into the muscle. That kip turns into the muscle up. Yeah. Right? So the it's kip, like a butterfly bar muscle. So it's a butterfly muscle muscle chest up. the bar, and as you're coming down, that's cycling you into the top of the mm-hmm. bar muscle up. Yeah. Toe to chest up. Yeah, toe chest up. Toe to chest up. TCU. <laughs> T-T-T. Okay, well, yeah. we're getting close. The grid people can let me know if they need my advice. <laughs> um, okay. So, so those, things those things are specific things that you need to work on. And okay. a coach should be sending us testers um, pretty sh- shortly, and okay. then that'll give us more, like, but they're not going to send you specific programming. You can do your own you stuff. Get to do, well, especially for me getting back from an injury, I'm not just like already healthy, ready to do everything. Yeah. We're still being pretty careful. Um, Cause if I go in a little too hard, if I do something I'm not ready for, I'm going to backtrack months Yeah, and I've, it's been so long. Like I want to make sure we're doing it right. So my coach is, um, the grid coach is cool with okay. Keegan continuing your the program for me. Okay. And, um, it's just we're going to do our way of getting prepared for I mean, there's, that stuff. I'm sure more than one person on your guys' grid team that is training for the games right now. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. the, he wouldn't even 
try right. to influence right. what they're doing, of course. Yeah. But as soon as the games are over in July, you guys basically get called up and to start. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have like a week long training camp and then it's just like bam, bam, bam season and then done. Man. And then it's time to start getting ready for next year's CrossFit Open. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. It's crazy. Well, um, you also just got back from being on a little journey out to mm-hmm. Texas. You got to train at a pretty fun gym. Yeah. What was the name of that gym? To- what was the name? Oh, Tobin, Tobin Hill. Hill. I was like, mm-hmm. I saw something with a T. Yeah. So she's um, actually one of cool. the owners, one of my remote gymnastics clients. Oh, nice. Okay. So she's really cool. Um, so I was, I've been thinking a lot about like just cause I'm on the road, not right now, not nearly as much as you are, but having traveled a bunch and like been in so many different training environments mm-hmm. like when i don't know about you but for me i feel like there you start to get a vibe of like what an optimal training environment is as an athlete yeah so you know we travel as coaches but at the same time we're on the road we're still needing to take care of our athlete selves whether right. it means oh god i gotta get something into the hotel tonight or yeah. you know before the seminar after the seminar you know i alex and i uh, basically share the same feeling when we're working a seminar you're you're all of your energy is towards the participants and mm-hmm. a lot of times that's at the detriment to your own training oh, that your day train or that weekend yeah. yeah and it's a sacrifice that you make willingly but right. as a athlete i mean you guys were there for an, another day or two on mm-hmm. either side yeah <clears throat> excuse me of the seminar so did you get a train at all or I is did. there a training environment that you gravitate towards or um, well, this one, everyone was pretty much done. So I've, it's like five hours of gymnastics. So everyone pretty much cleared out. Um, and that was the first seminar that I trained after. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of just like, um, it was Sucked helpful because Keegan was training with a friend. So I kind of had some energy going on over there. Um, but that was tough. So I was pretty much dead. So Even you, just demoing. You for talk like, about energy and yeah. we talk about energy. Like it's not just how you feel, but like what's the energy in the gym, right? And like you mm-hmm. said, just having someone there, not even doing what you're doing, yeah. but just in the room, shared energy, right? about what they're doing and not just kind of like Going BSing around yeah. or... When there's someone else focused in the gym, it, it helps you stay yeah. with that same mindset, right? Exactly. When you're the only one in there, which we've both done many times, yeah, it's just, it's hard. It, you just get flattened by it. So I how think do it's you super like, important to know how to push yourself when no one's there because sure. you can't rely on other people to create that motivation and drive for you. Um, but if like, let's be honest, like you can't, can you really push yourself 120% every single day if you're by yourself in no a gym? Way. We trained together on Friday and we both were like, ah, oh, that, that was, was so much better. Just doing one little Metcon, one little workout yeah. and the end. It was just like, oh, when you were here, I was trying to like keep up with you, but stick to my plan. And you know, yeah. when you when this happened, then it was like, oh, I gotta hurry. I mean, yeah. just we push each other that exactly. We're and like, we've got to do this more often. So tomorrow morning, we're training together again. Yes, but it's it's about you know making sure ahead of time that you're going to be in an environment that's mm-hmm. going to help lead you to success. So mm-hmm. whether that's calling people ahead of time, which is something I had to do a lot last year and just mm-hmm. shooting out texts like I'm going to start at this time when can you come in and I would have one person come in like right about when my warm up was done. Yeah. So I'm like okay, I went through that by myself, but oh cool, they're going to lift with me. Okay, mm-hmm. now they have to leave. But my next Someone friend is going to come in. in. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to met come with me and like oh, they don't want to do that exactly, but they're going to work out alongside me yeah. and you know, even I got to steal Keegan sometimes. He would do a lot of the different pieces of what I was doing and then maybe modify one or two things. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, I don't even care. Modify whatever you want. Just be in the room, right. moving with your head down the same way I am mm-hmm. and not just, like you said, 
it's it's like if you're training with someone and then all of a sudden they stop and they go to the bathroom yeah. or they like they go just play with the music you're like they don't even care they're not they even trying and i'm trying i feel like mm-hmm. i'm, I'm so a lot of alone. it's like coming in at the right time whether it's to be around certain people or to avoid certain kinds of people <laughs> right and both are i think for me equally important because if sure. i'm around someone that's driving me crazy yeah with what they're doing like it's you know it's it makes it that much harder for me to focus and grind through the point points where yeah i i want to stop oh, it's a distraction and i'm like oh they're stopping it's like a oh distraction, they're yeah. just drinking water and chalking up right. and play, you know it's totally like, oh. i know i've yelled at my training partners before when they've done that <laughs> yeah. i like or scream stopping at them. when they, eh, they probably like, should put have the water to. bottle down if you train with me you keep going <laughs> like, oh man okay yeah. no water i'm noted um it was like drink some long amrap i'm like seriously you can just yeah. wait Okay, so we know basically the type of training environments that are ideal, and even though they don't always happen, you can do your best to try and set up, set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like you were saying? You know, you you were working with the 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 group of people in the seminar as a coach. What about a training, or what about an environment? Do you look for for a successful class or or seminar? Like, what do you need to set up or instill, or what is it when you walk in the door that you're like? oh, this is going to be good. This is a good vibe. Or, you know, what is it? Do you do anything like at the start of your seminar to kind of either break the ice, make people feel included? Or is are you already going into like a preset environment that you need to kind of adapt to? Like this is this gym and I need to kind of just get used to it. Like this is how it's going to be. Or yeah, well, it depends because some of the gymnastic seminars are like just one gym. Other seminars are like a gym with like a bunch of different athletes from different gyms. So it's kind of just like a meshed environment but the first thing we talk about is I want it to be super laid back I tell them yes you know we have this five-hour block I don't mind going an hour over to answer your questions I don't mind going two hours over and I usually go like an hour to two hours over in my seminars just because I want everyone to ask as many questions as they want like they can demo demo and show me as many movements as they want as we move through Mm -hmm. like I just want everyone to get every single little piece that they can get out of it like I want them to feel comfortable um, and some seminars are definitely people want to keep showing like, hey, well, what about this? OK, now what if I try this way? And I love that. Yeah. There's other seminars where like people listen to me explain. They watch me demo. They try one rep. And I'm like, cool. OK, like any questions like anybody want me to like watch it again? And they just stand there uh, and then really? like get a drink. And I'm like, OK, moving on. Oh, wow. So is that you think like they're being super more shy rare. or are they just like nervous or I don't know. I think. Huh. I don't know. I really don't know. So that's, and that's only happened. Um, I mean, out of all the seminars I've done probably twice, it's okay. been like kind of like a Debbie down. I'm just like, you guys yeah. aren't excited. That's like the energy that we're talking about when we want with our training partners, you yeah. also need don't it. Don't you want to keep trying and like, yeah, you know, like you have the eye of someone that like really cares about you making these corrections. Like totally. you don't want to keep trying. Exactly. Like, no, my hands hurt. Or, yeah. No, I'm tired or yeah, it was just whatever. Like, I'm going to do it my way. It's okay. hard when people don't quite know how to respond to coaching, either because they've never got it before or yeah. when they did, it was not in a positive way. And yeah. so they almost are on the defense. Mm-hmm. You're criticizing me. You're being critical of what I'm trying yeah. my best to do. And it's like, whoa, right. that's not absolutely not, it's not how what it this is. is. I yeah. mean, but that if that's ingrained in them it, right. and you're suddenly trying to change a pattern in someone that you, you can't might, change it in one yeah, day Yeah, you might be brought with some resist or uh yeah yeah find some resistance there but i've found that for myself 
coaching is something that I crave. Now, that being said, there are the moments where I can't help. I, I feel wounded and like, oh, I got criticized or I got a critique. Mm-hmm. So in my immediate reaction wants to be defensive. Like, yeah. oh, you know, Jesse's telling me that I need to stay back on my yeah. heels. Like, what, whatever. Like, I know that. Yeah. Like, Why don't you stay back in your yeah, heels? Yeah, you have heels. Like, <laughs> your mom has and heels. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, I haven't done this in a while. And maybe he sees something that I'm not feeling. And why don't I just take the cue yeah. as a, you know. With an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. try it. And what's, what is that going to hurt? Right. My pride? No. Like, come on. Yeah. The best thing that I've tried to hold on to my whole life ever since I was a kid is remembering that as a coach is giving you any attention in criticizing you or giving you feedback or um, telling you a different way to do something, that means they give a care. Right, and, right. And the second that they stop, the second you stop receiving coaching or critiques or any even that you know shot across the gym of yeah. like, below parallel on the hips, Katie, or whatever mm-hmm. I hear, right? The second that stops, I'm no longer worth it to them. Yeah. If your coach isn't saying anything, that's like a, that's a red flag. Totally. Your coach should be talking to you all the time and not just like, go, 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 rah, rah, rah. Like something you can use, whether it's in your lifting or just have you keep moving or take it as like a compliment that they they care about you, that you're worth it for them to waste their energy watching you and their breath telling you to fix it. Um, it's what to me, it's what smart people play, pay the big bucks for. Yes. The smart people are coming to you and sending you their video and saying, yes. here's my money. Tell me everything that's wrong. Yeah. And listening and, and giving me feedback and, not and just trying. To, and you don't just tell someone what's wrong. Right. That's not coaching. Right. Pointing out everything that's wrong is not giving them any direction. Right. Coaching is about giving direction of how to improve. Mm-hmm. Saying, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. This is wrong. There's no direction cool. what do I there. Do with that? There's such a wide spectrum of other things that you can do. There's no direction of which other p- direction to go. Yeah. Okay, so it's not this way. That leaves every other way to do yeah. it. Okay, so instead of don't do this, I'm going to say a direct cue of like, do that. And that is said now, not only are you taking away the negative, mm-hmm. you're also giving them the exact direction of where to go. Yeah. So you've killed the, hopefully, the immediate defensive by right. saying, you're not staying in your heels. Right. And instead you're saying, hey, lean back in your heels or really drive your heels mm-hmm. down or whatever the cue is. And so now you're saying a statement in the positive and at the same time you're being very specific about what they can right. do to fix. So right. this is where people need to hopefully shift their head. I'm getting a signal from the producer. He's holding up his hand. I don't know. Oh, we're good. He's giving me some okay. sort of a thumb in the air signal. We may or may not have been recording things on the video camera. <laughs> Regardless, I made a point. Mic drop. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. Listen to your coach. Yeah. We just listened Unless to Jesse. Unless they're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and I did listen to Jesse. Even though I usually don't want to. Is it tough listening to Keegan critique you? Um, Do you guys fight a lot? What's that like? Our fights do last like five minutes. <laughs> I usually see them happening, so that's why I'm bringing it up on camera. It's like a five-minute fight. Um, he's getting better um, at like knowing when to tell me things. Mm. Like when I, I'm, I'm in a place where I'm like, I used to be in really good shape, and I had all these things, and I my body remembers how everything used to feel, and I'm rebuilding myself to get back to that place. So I'm already probably too hard on myself, and 
very frustrated totally. a lot of the times with how I'm doing it. And then to get corrections on top of that yeah. when I'm already like, You're like I already know it's messed up. I'm already <laughs> yelling all these corrections yeah, yeah. at myself, and That's then good point. he'll say something, and I'll so be like, "This is not the time." Like timing is critical. Timing is important when and your like spouse learning, is your coach and learning your athletes. Like if yeah. you see someone like really frustrated and failing over and over again, like you know, like a good maybe. coach is going to know Give when them a minute, to hold maybe. back, yeah. like when to approach them. It's um, true. Yeah, but no, he's. It's definitely a learning process um, for both of you. Yeah, but I mean, my 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 mother was my coach for my whole life, um, so we're kind of learning how to like we got gym time. We're a certain right. way, and then out of the gym, like we're a, a different way. And totally, we're just a couple. Um, but no, it's just I trust him, and I yeah. he's smart. So like, <laughs> okay, so he's mimicking that he wants to blow his brains out. Like this. Whatever. You love every second of it. So Jesse likes to remind people, I think this is like printed in a magazine even, that I thought he was a lot smarter before I started dating him (laughs) or something to that effect. That like, I would would believe everything he said and now I'm like, whatever. Thanks for the advice on the burpee. (laughs) I guess is now, apparently that's how I react to things now. But Whatever. yeah, he was said he says something of like your it's like has to do with your circle of influence. Or no, is that right, babe? Where'd you go? Oh, he's watering the children. Um yeah, there's something about like the proximity of people, like how close they are to you. Sit what is it? Proximity, proximity of, ignorance. of ignorance. So because he wasn't as close to me, meaning he was just coach, so he wasn't boyfriend, slash living in my home kind of a vibe. He was out here. And so I was ignorant. Is that right? I just believed everything he said. And yeah. as he gets closer. Well, it's easier to believe because there's yeah. less room for doubt. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. You get I'm going to eat the chocolate instead <laughs> of not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it makes me start to doubt. I, apparently, as a coach, it makes me start to doubt things more. Or you're just more comfortable. I didn't notice there'd be such a shift, but apparently to him, (laughs) I think he's a big fat liar, and I don't listen to his advice. And now I think it honestly, it also depends on the what. Whereas before he was advising me on every single thing, now I think it's harder for me to take advice in the CrossFit realm, Mm -hmm. which doesn't shouldn't matter, but it is because I'm like, well, I I know more about CrossFit than you do. When it's like, it's just movement. Right. And he's watched me for so many years. He can critique movement. The guy freaking corrected me on my muscle-ups a few months ago, and it worked That was awesome. Miracles. They were good muscle-ups. And it was ups. like, wait a second. How did you do that? And it just was a lucky day that I decided yeah. to listen to what he was saying, and um, and it really worked. So it's it can be timing. Yeah. I think that, that happened. That was a day where timing aligned for both of us. It mm-hmm. also can be how close you are to that person. I think I've noticed some of the times when I've coached close friends, they have a harder time of listening. Yeah. Family <laughs> members have sometimes a harder time listening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's interesting when you have the the boyfriend as a coach. Yeah. And he wants to blow his brains out. Whatever, Keegan, you really don't want to do that. See, you see how she me. tells him she love doesn't ask? Love me. Just love her how she is. When will I be good enough for when you? Whenever will she be good enough? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening, it's a great way to get attention from your boyfriend. <laughs> is to remind him that you're already good enough and to just love you how you are. Mm-hmm. And then have another bite of the chocolate right then. It's, you can't say anything to that. Right. <laughs> just got to take it as it is. Exactly. 
Anyway, what's next on the agenda? I feel like we covered everything. Did we cover everything? Shoot. We talked about regionals, games, regionals, games. gyms that we liked, training environments, training that environments, that. kind of training styles. What to look for. Things I think like that's that. it. I think, that's, I think yeah. we're out of things to talk about. I think about. we're going to start asking you guys for questions to give us some guidance. Anything. Maybe we should just start playing board games right here during the show. We can have a Ouija board and oh just like God. the Ouija will tell us what to talk about. <laughs> that would be so that boring be to watch. Very great. <laughs> Hold on. I got to put my mic down while I, oh, it's moving. It's moving. Questions oh, with the Jenga. When you pull oh, out. Oh, yeah. We'll write questions on Jenga and then it'll fall and then, <laughs> oh, which was the question? Yeah. Answer all mm. of them, I suppose. I don't know if we're going to get any questions. All right. Well, we're going to try to ask you guys questions, I guess. No, right. they're going to ask us questions. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was a podcast. We're now going to end it. <laughs> no pants, side pony experience. Goodbye. Bye. Jesse, turn it off. <laughs> Jesse, yeah. kill it. Stop showering the children and turn off the. <laughs> I think I was saying Wait, which button do I push? The recorder stops. Stop. <laughs>